This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to your Friday afternoon rush hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do is pick up your telephone, 800-848-WABC. What's happening to my music? Who's distracting? Who's distracting my engineer in there? I want my music back up. Thank you. You ask for so little. I know. Right? Just want a little music. Just let me have a little music for a little while. We have a big music day in here. It's a very, very famous musician's birthday. We're going to celebrate today, as we do every day. Again, if you want to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC is that number to call. 800. And also, we have a special guest that's coming on. We arranged this really quickly. Chip Roy, Representative Chip Roy from Tejas is going to be giving us a call. I spoke with Chip because Chip lit it up in the House of Representatives today. This was one of those he delivered. It wasn't uh, special orders. This was from the floor of the House. And, of course, the House chamber is almost empty, as it normally is, except when they're voting on things they shouldn't be voting on. But Chip lit it up. So what we have, and we will start pretty soon, We'll let you hear, because this is a continuation of what we discussed yesterday with Dr. Roberts from the Heritage Foundation, about what you are being hit with. They always time this near the Christmas holidays, and it's no mistake. They do this every year. You think about the appropriations budget. All of this could be handled before we ever come near the holiday season. But they wait. And they wait. And then Christmas week, we get the same thing. Oh, the government's going to shut down. Let's either rush to get a bill that no one would read because they're all, they all want to go out on Christmas break, Christmas recess, or let's do a CR, which is the continuing resolutions. Every year, like clockwork, we get the same stories. Well, this year's omnibus spending bill, and it is an omnibus, all right. They are packing everything, and the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink, and the floor mats in this one. Chuck is, Representative Chip Roy is so unhappy about this and the way that business is being conducted in Washington, D.C. And this was a topic that came up yesterday, again, with Heritage President Kevin Roberts. You know, we are on this show, on the Boston Early Rush Hour, we're going to be working with closely with Heritage so that we can keep you informed as to what's going on in Washington, D.C., in terms of legislation, in terms of 
ways we can try to help put the brakes on not only this profligate spending, but some of these profligate, harmful policies that are emanating from Washington, D.C., and that many of them are coming with the help of Republicans, which is just, it's, you know, it's amazing because Democrats are all unified in defeating Republicans, and Republicans, no matter what the administration, when it was Donald Trump, you had a, re, a lot of Republican moderates, so-called moderates, led by Paul Ryan, and before that, led by the lex, likes of John Boehner, and before that, led by the likes of, of, of Denny Hastert, and before that, led by the likes of Trent Lott, and before that, like, they all work against conservatives. So they join the Democrats. In fact, there are some Democrats right now that are talking to Republicans on what happens if the holdouts that are opposed to Kevin McCarthy being elevated to the speakership don't work. There were some moderates who would rather work with Democrats to find a solution to get a House speaker that they, the moderates, and the Democrats like, as opposed to working with conservative Republicans. That is the state of the Republican Party. Of course, today, there are other issues in the news regarding the race card. We'll get to that. But first, we have four installments of Representative Chip Roy speaking from the House floor today. Let us listen in to Representative Chip Roy Cut one. Like, we're down here basically in a fake debate. That's what we all know. I mean, the truth is, it's not like we have a body, the, the chamber filled here with human beings debating this $1.7 trillion while we're $32 trillion in debt. I would be happy to. Why don't we actually roll our sleeves up around these tables and do the work? But we don't do that. We're literally down here. We're going to do, what, 30 minutes aside if we even do that? Right? And then what? We're going to vote. We're going to vote on a rule that packages together, as I said, deeming has passed a House bill on federal agency reporting goals with a House amendment to a previously passed Senate amendment to pass a $1.7 trillion omnibus combined with a CR for an extension for a week in a lame duck Congress. Like, that's the truth. Yeah. And did you catch the name of this bill? We can't even repeat it. That they are trying to do to spend one point seven. Trillion $1.7 trillion. Let's continue with Chip Roy. In America, people pull their hair out. They go, gosh, what on earth is happening in Washington? Well, I'll tell them what's happening in Washington. This. This is what is happening in Washington. We know what this is about. This is jamming through a bill at the 11th hour to get the political priorities of the current Democratic majority and a handful of Senate Republicans are happy to do it so they can get pork. The House and the Senate has requested a total of $16 billion for 7,500 earmarks. The top requester, Senator Richard Shelby, ranking member of Senate Appropriations with $656 million. Republican. This is a nice little Richard send-off Shelby. for the appropriators in the Senate. But the fact of the matter is the American people are the ones who get screwed in this deal. They're the ones who end up losing their country with $32 trillion in debt. 
Yeah. Now, in case we're not clear on that, and this does not happen in Washington, D.C., very often. A Republican calling out a Republican House member, calling out his counterpart Republican in the Senate, Republican Richard Shelby, Alabama, calling him out by name as being one of the culprits because he's invested for this thing to get $600 million in earmarks. Him. And so Chip has had it. Representative Chip Roy has had it. He's naming names. Let's go. Cut three. There is no justification for ramping up spending an additional 10% for non-defense discretionary after all the money that's been spent under COVID and using the Defense Department as the backs upon which you're going to place the debt of our children and grandchildren and say that, oh, yeah, we're doing this for defense. That is just wrong. At what point are we actually going to do the work of the American people in the people's house? At what point are we going to actually debate? At what point are we actually going to amend? At what point are we actually going to live within our means and stop writing checks we can't cash? The American people are staring at us. They throw their hands up in the air and they wonder what has become of the country that their brothers and sisters and dads and moms and daughters and sons have fought for. Why do we stand in front of that flag? Why do we open in prayer? Why do we say the Pledge of Allegiance if we're going to rip apart the flag right here in this body, in this chamber? Because that's what we're doing. Using backroom deals, dropping these bills on the floor, and not allowing us to actually engage in debate over these important matters. Okay, he's not through. Let's just hear. Let's, let's, let's hear how Representative Chip Roy wrapped this up. Ladies and gentlemen, The American people are tired of spending money we don't have, and they're tired of open borders. They're tired of empowering bureaucrats like the FBI. They're tired of forced vaccine mandates of the Department of Defense. They're tired of an IRS harassing the American people, allegedly for more revenue. They're tired of an NIH and a CDC making it up as they go along and shutting down economies and jamming it down the throats of the American people. They're tired of an EPA and a Department of Interior restricting Americans' ability to have reliable energy. The American people are tired of it. I hope help is on the way. I'm glad that Republicans seem united against this in the House. And I'm looking at Mitch McConnell when I say this. Do your job, Leader McConnell. Do your job and follow the wishes of the American people who gave a majority to Republicans in the House of Representatives. And let's stop this bill. I yield back. Uh, I I think it's fair to say that Representative Chip Roy, Texas, was on fire today. Now, he not only called out Richard Shelby, Republican, he called out the leader of the Republicans in the Senate, Mitch McConnell, who for some reason, and we talked about this yesterday with Dr. Kevin Roberts of the Heritage Foundation, Mitch McConnell seems hell-bent on helping Democrats pass this omnibus spending monstrosity. While nobody's looking, people are out busy trying to score uh, underinflated Christmas presents in an overinflated economy. People are busy trying to make holiday plans and figuring out where they can go. Another subset of Americans are busy trying to keep their children out of hospitals because now we have strange respiratory diseases that have popped up 
after we've all been through two years of COVID and we still don't have the explanation from where this COVID came from, people are trying to figure out why all of a sudden sudden deaths in America are the highest fatalities. People just drop dead suddenly, many of them having been mandated to take a vaccine that Americans don't know for sure what's in it. And while all this is going on, these guys continue to spend money like it's water. While all this is going on, Joe Biden continues to hand over billions of dollars to shore up the pensions of unions who in turn give him and the Democrat Party more money to fund their elections and Republicans sit with their thumb up their behinds and do nothing to stop it. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurbly, here with you on 77 WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back. Your call is going to be a big part of this show today. And let's start off with some calls, shall we? Let's start off by giving away some tickets. Right now, 77 WABC listeners, you can win a pair of tickets to go see our very own Tony Orlando's holiday show tomorrow, December 17th, at Parks Casino. If you are the seventh caller right now, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC, you will win a pair of tickets to tie a yellow ribbon around your Christmas tree this year. That's tomorrow night. December 17th at Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the number one casino in Pennsylvania, 800-848-WABC to win the pair of tickets. Seventh caller, for those of you who are not the seventh caller today, you can go online, purchase some tickets if you want to see the show, or just head down to parkscasino.com. Parkscasino.com. You can head down, you can catch Tony Orlando, and have all the fun, whatever kind of fun people have at the biggest casino in Pennsylvania. James Golden, a.k.a. Slurley, with you here WABC. As I said, Chip Roy is going to join us shortly. So don't go away. We're coming back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with those Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. WABC. Talk Radio 77. You in ask for so little. Sorry about that. The song wouldn't play. Ladies and gentlemen, you may wonder why we are playing this selection on this day. There's a good reason. You know, we celebrate music, and a lot of the music that we celebrate is from either pop, funk, rock, metal, jazz, decorator jazz, 
bebop, hip-hop. This was written by the, one of the most famous composers in the world. You recognize this song whether you know it or not. You've heard this. Beethoven, whose birthday we celebrate today. I have to try to do this like they do on the real, like, you know, the uh, the upscale classical stations. Uh, this is this another Kazi, another Fantiza. Number 14, Opus 27. Number 2 in C-sharp minor. All of that to say we call it, and it is called the Moonlight Sonata. This is an arrangement for cello and keyboard by Eric Olive. You can find it wherever you find beautiful, wonderful music. I happen to love this arrangement. So we celebrate Beethoven. And yes, I love the Beethoven pieces that we all know. Symphony number three is my favorite Beethoven. And we're not playing that today. Number three. Also the ninth symphony. And of course, the fifth symphony. Now, do we know if Curtis likes Beethoven? Do we know if Curtis knows who Beethoven is? Curtis is going to have something to say about this. You can ask him yourself. He's down the hall. Can you find him, please? Can someone yeah, we'll find put him. a call out? Can someone put a call out for Curtis Lee, please? Chip Roy is going to join us. You heard Chip lighting it up in Congress. And as we enjoy Beethoven on this beautiful. Pre-Christmas, do you realize in 10 days, 10 days from today, it'll all be over. Another Christmas season in the can. Well, not really, because we still have New Year's to go, but Christmas Day itself will have been a day past. So we thought we'd bring you a little bit of Beethoven today. Our telephone number, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. Scott, you sent me a uh, you sent me some story today. Yeah, I shouldn't have because I, 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 I poked, the, poked the bear. Uh, an activist uh, in California demands uh, at least $830,000 per person in racial reparations. Quote, comply or it's going to be a serious backlash. So now we're moving to threats. He's telling, he told the task force, right? This is what he testified before this task force. person's name was uh, Dion Jenkins. He is a self-proclaimed grassroots hip-hop organizer. Either they're going to comply or it's going to be a serious backlash. So now it's threatening. Threatening. Yeah. So More, now, more serious than what happened in the summer of 2020, I'm sure. The summer of love, you talking about? The summer about? of love, yes. The summer of... of uh, when liberals burned down American City after American City because they said black lives mattered? Destroyed a federal courthouse in Portland, set up a non-governable zone in uh, Seattle. Seattle. Kenosha had some issues, fiery, but uh, peaceful protests. Yeah. yeah, the ones that also burned down uh, stores in black neighborhoods because black lives mattered and they didn't want black people to be able to shop in those stores. A because... backlash, like a serious backlash like that. Or how about like the one in in Baltimore where the mayor said we have to give 
the demonstrators that were burning the city room to destroy it. These are all fine examples of a serious backlash. So now you, you now it's up to 850,000 in California or threats that we will have a very serious backlash. You don't have to go far, folks. Not only are reparations on the table, we have more race card on the table, as we do every single day in America. A North Carolina Supreme Court today struck down, guess what, a state voter identification law. You know why? They rule. This comes from a court. A a court ruled that Republican lawmakers acted unconstitutionally to minimize Democratic voters' power with a law that intentionally discriminated against black voters by suggesting that voters have to show identification. This is so insulting to black people in America. I don't understand how much longer even the left can put up with this totally garbage nonsense. What we are being told by a court in North Carolina, the former slave state of North Carolina, that you'd have to pay real reparations in this war of reparations. What we are being told is that black people are too stupid, too inferior, too incompetent, too dumb to understand how to get a piece of identification. That's what the court is saying. That if you ask people for an identification, it's okay to expect that white people know how to show up with identification. You're not discriminating against them. It's okay to ask Asian people. Let's say there was a village of, of, of refugees from Southeast Asia that decided they wanted to come here after the Vietnam War and settle in America, land of opportunity. It is not discriminatory to ask those people who had never been part of the American process up until the time they set foot in America. It's okay to ask them for for ID because that's not discriminatory. The Asian people, why they know how to get an ID. You can ask some Eskimos. Hey, show us your ID. It's okay. Not a problem. Why, you can even ask illegal immigrants to have an ID. Because you know what? Democrats make sure in many of the cities that we live in and states that illegal immigrants have an ID. But it is discriminatory to ask a black person in America for an ID. Because black people must not need IDs like the rest of you do. They don't have to get them. They don't have to show any ID to get on uh, 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 planes when they want to go somewhere. They don't have to show an ID when they show up at the store and want a pack of cigarettes. They don't have to show an ID when they go to try to collect unemployment benefits or when they go into, let's say, a nice hotel and they say, where's your credit card? May I see ID? 
No, it's okay then, but when it comes to voting, why black people are just too stupid and inferior, according to liberals, to be able to expect that they would have identification. Now, I can hear some of you liberals, and and I say this, not the rank-and-file liberals like my friends. I'm talking about the elected officials. I'm talking about the activists. talking about the NGOs. I can hear them chattering right now. But, 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 oh, the black people don't have IDs. Excuse me. You've been telling us that for 30 years. How come in 30 years' time you couldn't help these people that you claim don't have IDs? One, when you can help every illegal immigrant who doesn't belong in America get an ID. You can't help your own constituents get one? This story doesn't wash, and it is tiresome. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, here with you. WABC Talk Radio 77. When we get back, Chip Roy, stay here. Don't go away. It's our Friday Rush Hour. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Goes bringing us back here on WABC. On a Sunday afternoon. So that'll take you back down memory lane. Dino Danelli, the drummer for the rock band The Rascals, has passed away, ladies and gentlemen. Another great in the music industry. Make sure I get this straight, what just happened. Bob Brown just burst into the studio and handed Diego a piece of paper stating that there was no breaking news. Yes. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yeah, that's how we do news here. Okay. <laughs> I'm the I'm the one that, that fires the sounder for the uh, breaking news. So he, he comes in. Waiting on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is the Honorable Chip Roy, who we heard from Chip. Representative Roy, you lit it up this morning. The spending well, you, that you, you talked about is out of control. Well, yes, sir. We use the word honorable, uh, honorable a little liberally there with me, but uh, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to all your listeners. Uh, look, you know, a lot of my colleagues ask me, you know, why do you get so fired up and passionate on the floor? I said, well, because my constituents throw their hands up in frustration as to what Washington is doing to them every single day. And, it, and it's Republicans who are complicit Republicans who, you know, campaign on one thing and they go there and then they just help the Democrats. And this is the most naked display of Republicans working directly with Democrats to stick it to the American people with a massive spending bill that will fund the alphabet suit of agencies that undermine us and targeted us, take away our ability to try to leverage any kind of effort to secure the border out of this Biden administration, and, and Mitch McConnell's just like, happy to just go join forces with the Democrats to do it. it it's inexplicable. It's wrong. And uh, I'm going to keep calling it out. I just I can't not. Well, I just want to know, uh, Representative Roy, I am still disturbed by some of the things that have happened in the let's let me just go back with you. We had this monumental trillion dollar so-called infrastructure bill. And when it was analyzed, there was very little infrastructure in it. That money went to fund Democrat 
uh, pet projects for the most part. We had Republicans join in on that. Okay. Then we have this COVID money. Every day there's another story about how much of that money has been obtained by people through fraud. Then we get a story earlier this week that Joe Biden just shifted almost $300 billion, if I have the, the number right, but whatever. It was hundreds of billions of dollars over to help the Teamsters, one of the most corrupt, historically corrupt unions in our history, fund their pension deficits, and that money came from so-called COVID relief. We don't hear anybody complaining about that. Then we have the billions of dollars that we're pouring in to help the Ukrainians. Okay. Then we have a border that is out of control. Now Title 42 is going, and we have mayors of every blue city in America putting their hands out and saying, we need money because our cities are being flooded with illegal immigrants that we can't pay for. With all of this happening and more, now we have a spending bill. Do we actually know what's in this omnibus spending bill, Congressman Roy? Well, no, that's part of the problem. We have some pretty rough ideas. Uh, We have some top-line numbers. Um, And those top-line numbers are very troubling, right? What I mean by a top-line number, for me to understand, we know that it's roughly $1.7 trillion based on reporting, right? I haven't seen the text. I think we'll see the text on Monday. But then we know that the defense spending has been plussed up, something like 9.5%. And, you know, you and I probably would agree, and a lot of people would agree, that we're, we're okay in principle with whatever needs to be done to make sure our defense is keeping up and that we can outpace China and that we can, you know, make sure our Navy is strong and so forth. But we also know we're funding a lot of woke garbage and social engineering at the Department of Defense, and I don't think any of that's been addressed or fixed. And then we've got all of the not what they call non-defense discretionary. And we know that that number has been plussed up, also 9.x percent increase, which is something like $50 billion. So what is all of that? Well, that's all the money. You just alluded to a lot of it, but it's money that will go to the FBI. It's money that will go to the DHS. It's money that will go to the Department of Education. It's money that will go to all of these alphabet agencies, including NIH, including Fauci, including the CDC. We're basically giving a massive lift in money to all of the Biden bureaucrats that have been targeting the American people, labeling the parents as, as domestic terrorists, uh, you know, going after pro-life people and, and prosecuting them for going to, you know, protest abortion, uh, you know, all of the things, and then not securing the border. We're going to go get more money to the Department of Homeland Security to not secure the homeland and then not even wait and try to leverage it to force change. It's, it's so mind-numbingly stupid that you got to believe, well, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate, well, they're not stupid. So, so then is it just uh, they just want to be complicit in working with Democrats to screw us over. But what they'll tell you is that this is because we must stop having CRs, continuing resolutions, because that will undermine our national defense. Okay, well, then let's go pass the defense appropriations bill in January when Republicans are in control of the House, and let's jam it down the Democrats' throat and then fight over it. But they don't want to do that because they're scared of their own shadow and scared of the word shutdown. So, in other, this is sort of... 
it's almost inexplicable. If you have an opposition party, which is what the Republicans are right now, that refuses to be in opposition, that just wants to have another side victory, and then when you are in charge, you don't want to press for your own goals, why is that the only, why is it that the only party in Washington, D.C. that seems to understand how to quote unquote win victories for their side are the Democrats? How does that happen? I, I mean, it's a great question, right? I mean, you're, you're asking kind of a rhetorical question. I mean, that, that in the sense that, look, Republicans um, will never, it never ceases to amaze me the extent to which Republicans will find a way to make an excuse for why they're playing right into the hands of Democrats. And it's always something like, well, Chip, we just don't have 60 votes, or we just don't have the numbers. Or, or what Mitch McConnell is saying right now is, oh, we would get a, literally, he said apparently in a Republican lunch last week, we will get a worse deal if, 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 if in the next year under Republicans in the House, uh, allegedly, because that means some of, uh, some of the conservatives, like myself, who would be pushing back on them, and not agree to spend as much money and, and fund as many programs, that somehow that would then result in Democrats and Republicans having to cut a deal for more spending next year, which doesn't even make sense. It's an excuse. The truth is, the truth is they want to avoid a fight between now and next September 30th. They don't want to have a funding fight. They don't want to risk a shutdown fight in order for us to try to push fiscal sanity or try to get something like border security. And unfortunately, it's not just McConnell. The fact is the word on the street and what the senators think is that it's House Republican leadership that's kind of wink, wink, nod, nodding, saying, yeah, just go ahead and get a long term funding bill so we don't have to deal with all of the, the stuff in the early part of the year. And. That's the problem that we're facing right now as Americans trying to figure out how we can get our arms around spending, secure our border, and do anything to stop the Biden administration besides hold show hearings, which is all we're going to do right now. I have to ask you one more question today, and we hope to have you back in the very, very near sure. future and continuously. i got to ask you one question, though, Chip. Why are you unafraid? And I mean that. This is not a rhetorical question. I mean that. Look, very few congressmen... Very few elected officials in Washington will do what you just did today, which is to speak up, to name names. Most of the time they'll say, well, if I do that, I'll make political enemies. I'll never be able to get anything done, or I won't be put on a committee. I won't get this perk. I won't get that perk. What is it that motivates you to not be afraid of going along to get along? Well, number one, the only way you get things done is by putting out good ideas and fighting for them. I was able to get a bill passed as a you know a freshman member of Congress, uh, the PPP Flexibility Act, after the PPP was done. A lot of cr- trouble with that program, but I was able to get a bill passed because I worked for the Democrat, and it was a good policy, and it got passed overwhelmingly, unanimously out of the Senate. I think only one vote against it in the House uh, because you just work hard and do it. I've gotten a couple other things done. People well, how can a conservative like you get things done? Because you work hard. And so that's one. I'm not worried about kissing people's rear to get things done. You get things done by working. Number two, the worst case scenario, okay, James, the worst case scenario is I I get targeted by a bunch of establishment Republicans. They try to take me out, and I lose in a primary. And you know what the result of that is? I'm at home in Texas with my beautiful family. 
So if that's the worst case scenario, right? This is I'm not jumping out of a freaking boat into a wave of bullets coming at me in Normandy. Like politicians need to grow a pair. Our representative we represent people, people who are going about their life and they want us to fight for them. Whether they agree with us or not, they want us to fight for them. They want us to work hard. Stop holding on to your job so hard that you don't do it. And that's that's the way I view it. I just I'm not in Congress you know, to go up there to make friends in Congress. I've got lots of lifelong friends, and I've got a family that loves me and a God who loves me and, a, and, and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who died for me. And he was born in this holiday season that we, separate, or that we celebrate. And so Merry Christmas to everybody. I don't fear retribution from politicians. Um, I just want to go do my job. Uh, you are such an inspiration. Representative Chip Roy, thank you for your time. We hope to hear from you very soon. Merry Christmas to you and to your family, Representative Roy. Thank you for being with us. Merry Christmas, James. God bless you. God bless you too, my friend. James Golden, A.K. Snurley, coming back right after this. Don't go away. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is like the biggest Christmas song in the world ever, whatever. Uh, so that's Mariah Carey. I did it. Thank you. Take it off. Thank you. I mean, it's a, today's the day it went number one, and it's like big celebrations, and thank you, Mariah. Appreciate you. Bye. Uh, listen, Scott, you owe Bob Brown an apology. Bob, are you there? I'm here. What do you have um, to What do you well, I don't believe that you're upset about this, and I think that you've been. I, I've said way worse things. I mean, when, like for example, when I said, "Are you making this up?" I like I actually felt bad about this. In this case, I was genuinely confused. And I will apologize. I will apologize, James. I thought that it, just from what we picked up, you know, in the studio crosstalk, it seemed as though you walked into the studio and handed Diego four pages of paper that said there is no breaking news. Right. What that that is my newscast, which is what I do at the top of the hour. And what Diego, what Diego said was, "Any breaking news, Bob?" And I said, "No." Okay. But See, then, and, but and, then and I, I apologize heard, for no, the misunderstanding. But, but you have to understand. I don't listen. I'm not perfect. Uh, I was wondering, did I miss a story? Reparations? I don't know. Did something just? You break? got my There's money. Always a reparation. Yeah. You got my money. No, no. I'll buy you a slice though. Um, <laughs> No, but I, I, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not above, uh, having people tell me, hey, this, this just happened or that just broke. No, I thought, I point. thought maybe something broke and I missed a story. 
My so, only point was, I think there's a more efficient way of doing it. But now that I understand what actually happened, I get, you know, it was right. Nothing, nothing, ha- words, nothing happened. Nothing, it's a great process. And, and I apologize for questioning. No you. need to apologize. Believe me, no need to apologize. I like that. Everybody's peaceful now. You got my money, yo? No money. Okay. Bob, First of all, I, Bob, we yeah. need to do a reparate. We need to do a WABC News reparation special. And you need to be the guy to hear to head this up. We need an in-depth, documentary-style report on reparations. And it needs to be you that actually heads up the thing so that, you know, you have engendered trust among the American communities that reparations are deserved to. Man, that's a tall order. So, in other words, no. No, I I didn't say no. Oh, okay. First of all, going... So we're going to keep hope alive. (laughs) With the reparations, didn't that... Is this a California thing? It's not just California. This is what I keep trying to tell people. The numbers in California because are going Because if, if it's a California thing, it originally started with California. Remember about right. a month ago? So why don't you get the California residents to pay you? Why should New Yorkers pay you? Because now it's in New York. Okay. It's in St. Louis. Okay. It's spreading okay. everywhere. Got it. Got it now. Okay. Okay. That's why we need to get you in the loop on I, this I, thing I'll, so you could, I'll look you know. into it. No, I, I will, uh, I'll, I'll do a, a case study. I'll look into Thank it. you. Okay, we'll talk more uh, next week, I guess. Okay, good. Thank you, Bob. Excellent. Let, let's head to let's head to the telephones in our waning minutes here in Boston Early's Friday Rush Hour. Mark in New Jersey. How are you, Mark? Thank you for waiting. What's on your mind this afternoon? How are you? I, I think Chip Roy didn't explain this properly. I I believe that McConnell wants this 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 uh, bill passed. I think it's uh, because he's bought and paid for by his. Con- constituents who are big, big company uh, constituents who, who, who want this very thing, who want the Democratic which companies, bill. Which companies, which companies bought Mitch McConnell off? Oh, plenty of them. I, I mean, I can't name them no, all. No, but name, I name one. Name one. You know, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Mark, here's the thing. I don't mean to put you on the spot, Mark, and I'm sorry if you feel like I have. But I'm just very careful about the way that I say this guy is bought and paid for that indicates that that person has taken a bribe from somebody. No, no, I, don't, serious... I, I, I don't mean bribes per se. I mean funding for the Republican Party through these various large... Okay. Large... Okay. That's what I mean. All right. Okay. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate that. Look, folks, I, look, I understand the angst with McConnell. Get, believe me, I do. But I'm just saying, before we say that this person is corrupt in that way and that we better, we should have proof, right? I think it's only fair. Okay, let's go to Cool Whip. Cool Whip in the Bronx. Hey, Cool hey, Whip. What's go- hey, James. What's up, James? Uh, I'm good. my first time having the privilege to talk to you. Listen, I, I, I was racking my brain saying, you know, why is people against this uh, with law enforcement, this bill with law enforcement being in New York City, being being able to, uh, you know, put people in the you know institution, and then I just realized that maybe it's because the Democrats are afraid that they will be put in the institution. Ooh, and on that note, mic drop. We have to go because time is out. Your timing was perfect. Nice to hear from you, Cool Whip. Hope to hear from you again soon. Thank you, James Golden, A.K.A. Snurley. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Bright and early, 7 a.m. for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza here on WABC. In the meantime, may God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. We will see you tomorrow, bright and early, 7 a.m. Be here. We'll be here.
See you then. Bye. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.